Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Thursday edition of the Falcon Cast. Welcome in. Uh, first off, I want to thank all of our great advertisers who uh, s- uh, sponsor the show Phoenix on Westheimer, Midtown Bar and Grill, Dr. Linville. Um, we got uh, Piper's Plumbing. Uh, so, a whole bunch of great people who have uh, supported the show, and hopefully, we'll continue to in the new year as we expand our network. Welcome, Flip. So, uh, today is AJ should be here any minute. I have not heard from him, but he will He will show up. He always does. Uh, so also, I want to thank everybody who's supported us with uh, uh, donations. Uh, please keep it up. The Venmo's on there. And um, hope everyone had a great Christmas. And without further ado, let's bring in the legend, AJ Hoffman. What's up, brother? Howdy, Freddie. How you doing, man? Pretty damn good. How was your Christmas? I got to say that photo of you guys, you look like some kind of model family. Oh, uh, I don't know about that, but yeah, it was uh, it was a good Christmas. Ma- ma- maybe was, not, uh, mul- not maybe not mullet man, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Mu- most model families don't have a kid with with a flowing mullet. Uh, but yeah, it was a uh, it was a good Christmas. Everybody had a good time, and actually, my uh, my older boy wanted to go to Houston. That's what he wanted for his uh, his Christmas gift. So uh, he's actually in Houston now, hanging with his old buddies from there. So uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's too bad. Dad didn't come to supervise. We could get into some mischief while he's doing that. <laughs> Would have been nice. It's a, uh, but it's a pretty key time in the sports world right now. Hard for Dad to get away. Uh, as you yeah, know. yeah. Uh, right now, I mean, probably February after the Super Bowl, though. Yeah, but sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. But as long as before March. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Once you get into March, forget it. But uh, yeah, so um, that, that's pretty cool, man. I, I didn't do anything. I stayed home all day with the dog and. All my uh, my neighbors thought I was pathetic, so they brought me food, so I didn't have to. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm not pathetic. I just don't want to be around anybody. I just want to sit here and watch sport and uh, watch. The I thought game. when I turned on the stream, I, I heard you talking about like taking donations. I thought that was for uh, for, for your Christmas gifts, for for like more booze. <laughs> oh no, I I got overloaded with that. Believe me, I, I have enough booze. I have enough vodka. To, I have all the vodka. So. You you own it. You uh, like my wife's watched Netflix. You have the vodka. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my uh, neighbor who comes over sometimes uh, brings his dog over, plays with Kira, and he's he's a really cool guy. Uh, but he came over a couple of weeks ago because he was out of, out of alcohol and uh, wound up drinking a lot of my vodka. So my my Christmas gift was like three times what he drank and some other stuff. So I, I think I. I've become the person who like the easiest thing to do when people shop for me is just get me a bottle of bourbon or mezcal. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Like that's that's been like my like it's gone on like three years where that's what just people give me for gifts. And my wife thinks it's like overkill and I've got more whiskey than I know what to do with, but it's it's not like it's gonna go bad. There's no expiration date on it. So might as well uh, you know, keep 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 it keep it coming, baby. Keep yeah, keep being stocked. In fact, that's the other thing. Like three bottles of bourbon, and I think five bottles of, of vodka for Christmas. So I'm happy. Yeah, yeah that, good, some of that was my, some of that was my birthday too. So, um, but yeah, but that was it. It was pretty uh, pretty cool, and um, just watched a lot of sport and behaved for the most part, except for the night after Christmas was a friend of mine's birthday, and way overdid it and woke up in my bathtub. So. Ooh. <laughs> Both kidneys still intact? Yes, it was my bad. Okay, all right. That, that's a plus. But, well, I, I know my tactical error was when I got home. Um, I it, I was pretty drunk, but then I ate half an edible. And after that, it's a total blackout. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wanted to let you know, one of my Christmas gifts was a hockey jersey. Oh really? So I've got I'm the proud owner of a Golden Knights jersey now. I've uh I don't remember the last time I owned a jersey with a sports player's name on the back, but I've got one now. And uh I'm an, I'm officially a Las Vegan. That's that's how you know. If you've got a Knights jersey, you're officially in. Yeah, who's uh whose name's on the back? Uh Jonathan Marshall. So. Yeah, that's who I was going to guess. That's that's a good one. So, uh I I I would want him or Eichel, I think would be my yeah. other choice. Yeah, cool. so I, I yeah, it was, uh, it was a nice gift. So I, I, I just, I, I thought you'd appreciate it that I've got a little. I'm a little, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a hockey guy now. Now I like it. I like it. Took you a while to get there. <laughs> you just had to have the world champion. Just had that in, your, in, in town. Yard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, welcome him, Chuck D and Joel and Pelly Rat and uh, Rolando. I uh, hope you guys are having a great day. I hope all you guys had a, a terrific Christmas as well. Uh, and for those of you who don't, especially Pelly Rat. Oh. 
Pelly, Pelly's been uh, with all these guys have been with us for a long time. So, um, uh, how'd your uh, how'd your sport betting go over the last uh, week or so? It's been up and down, man. It, it there's some. Um... It's funny, like the bowl season has been so weird. Well, first of all, the NFL's continued to be awesome. I've uh, on the dream preview, I'm picking five five games a week, and I'm hitting seventy percent on the season, which is, I mean, it's it's unheard of. I don't know, I don't know how long I can keep it. up. I've never heard anybody do that for but a full I, season. It, but if like, so I'm fifty five and twenty four this season. And if you go back to last year, I was fifty eight and thirty four. So I'm like sixty six percent over the last two years five sides a week. So my NFL has been awesome. College football has been a roller coaster because like all all this steam comes and then it doesn't matter. Like, right. And if you've got closing line value, it doesn't matter. Um, You know, I think this morning's a great example. Uh, I I played SMU minus 10 pretty early in the, in the cycle Uh, played that in the under. And today you know, early this morning before the game, it steamed up to to SMU minus thirteen. So that's there's tons of money coming in on SMU. They get blown out. So it's like I'm I'm sitting there with a minus ten, and people were paying minus thirteen for substantial amounts of money. Right. And so I was feeling good, and it was I mean none of us were ever. Good. So um, it, it, it's it's weird, man. Uh, yesterday was actually a good day because. We basically yesterday was an easy day to pick out uh, motivation and uh, all the teams that were motivated showed up with, I think the exception being Louisville. And I mean, USC. I said, man, there's no way that that you're talking about Lincoln Riley doesn't have some quarterback ready to go. Like there's some badass quarterback who was just waiting for Caleb Williams to leave. You know that. And sure enough, Miller Moss was that dude. But everybody else, it was like. Tulane was a dead cat, obviously. Yeah. Um, Texas A&M had nothing. And then on the first play from scrimmage, they lose their quarterback. Right. I mean, so it was yesterday was pretty easy money. Um, But it's 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 a crapshoot, man. You can't bet big on these bowl games. I I really believe that because there's guys who are going to opt out right before the game. Another great example. All that money that came in on UNLV right before the Kansas game and everybody was like, Jason Bean's not going to play. He like he quit. He cut the middle. He cut warm up short. All the other quarterbacks kept throwing, and he just went over to the sideline and was just wearing a t shirt. And it's like he's not playing. UNLV money pours in. He plays and throws six touchdowns. Like, <laughs> I know. I, what, what are you going to do? So I, it's it's wild, man. You you just got you've got to be careful with these because they're not telling anybody. Um, like I, w- I was so angry when Jeff Trailer was like, "It's the best kept secret in the history of San Antonio." Yeah, Frank Harris wasn't playing. It's like, well, thanks, asshole. I mean, it worked out in that one case, but I mean, they, they've got no reason to tell you who's going to play. And if if you can't handicap games without knowing who's playing the games, and that that makes it very difficult. Yeah, I've only uh, I, I faded uh, Tulane. I faded Rice with my two plays, uh, and and worked out. Those worked out. I haven't really been hammering the bowls for that reason yeah. uh, I, I just think there's there's too many question marks and uh sometimes it's really clear but it hasn't been this year because there's been a lot more opt-outs and key opt-outs and, yeah you know and that 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 changes everything and you're right you can't really follow the money because and, it's not it's not telling you anything it, well listen so today i mean kansas state is everybody's opted out like they don't have their quarterbacks opted out, their wide receivers are opted out, their running backs, safeties, corners, tight ends, linemen, their offensive coordinators gone to Texas A and M. They've taken money today. Like, yeah. What? Yeah, Why? Exactly. So I, I, I can't, I can't for the life of me, like say I, I know where the market's going to go on these games because I, I just don't. It, it's been, it, it has literally been a crapshoot on which way these markets are going to move, which way, like who decides what player is is so important. And I think it's harder in college than the NFL to gauge like how much these players are worth. And, you know, the, like a good example is Florida state who is a, it's not even, this doesn't look like the Florida state team you saw in the regular season. Not, not just like the Jordan Travis thing, but like nobody's playing, but at what point do you, 
do you, like at what point do you say okay I'll, I'll play Georgia or I'll play Florida State like when it's it's now up to twenty. Yeah, okay. and, and Georgia's got a bunch of guys out too. It's right, exactly and what's, the same Georgia team. What this Georgia team that's won back to back national championships? Are they like super motivated to play in a game that means nothing? I, like so, th- those are really tough handicaps, man. Like, they, I, I don't, I don't, I've got no appetite to buy into Florida State even at twenty. Right. But and also, I, I don't know how great I'd feel if I had Georgia minus fifteen in my pocket. So that yeah. tells you about how the seasons or how the bowl season's gone. So uh, it, it's just it's hard to get a jump on these things, man. All right, uh, I, I want to welcome in a few uh, new folks. Spirit Jay's here. Lonzetta's here. Bird Gang, welcome. BC, uh, good crew today. Let's uh, let's have some fun. Uh, and um, I need to tell you real quickly about Midtown Bar and Grill, four fifteen West Gray. Uh, we'll be there Mondays every every show. Although no show this Monday, we're going to move it to Tuesday uh, because I think we'll all have better stuff to do on Monday watching football and um, nursing you know, hangovers. Yeah, nursing hangovers and things like that. But uh, we will be there on Tuesday, so make your plans. And uh, I'll put together uh, a really cool guest list. And uh, uh, I can't remember who it was early in the chat, but a lot of people have been asking about bringing, bringing back porn star deaths. I promise you, <laughs> through football, we'll, we'll bring back a couple of the fun things we did. But right now, I mean, we, we go over just talking football. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and there's, there's always going to be sports to talk about, and that's always going to drive it. But, you know, it, it would be fun to play guess the porn star death again. And, you know, I, I actually know a porn star. So anyway, um, I know. Yeah. So, uh, but go over to the, to Midtown Barn Grill. Say hello to Tommy. Great food. Uh, great selection of food, and uh, just a, a terrific atmosphere of good people. So, all right. Uh, want to start with NFL, or you want to get these other college games knocked out that we didn't do last week? It's up to you. Oh baby, I'm ready for some uh, some some football chatter. I should be still good. Okay, so I can uh, hear you. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I lost you for a second there. So, uh, where do you want to start with the uh, rest of these college games or NFL? Yeah, might as well. We're we're in that. Might as well uh, hit up the, uh, the the rest of the college. Yeah, because we got uh, one coming up before the show ends at uh, NC State, Kansas State, which you just talked about a little bit. Um, yeah, what do you do with that? I mean. I'm locked in on NC State. I liked NC State. I, I, I said this is a team that's motivated. They've got a chance to win 10 games. The, the idea that everybody's out on on Kansas State, like I just don't understand why you'd want to back them. This was a team that died down the stretch. Uh, after they lost that game to Texas, which was a tough break, tough loss for them, I, I you could tell they, they were just kind of done uh, because it looked like they were going to be playing in a, in a pretty big-time bowl. Now they're playing in the fucking Pop-Tart Bowl. Like this, like this, they they legitimately had a chance to be like playing in the Orange Bowl this season, and they're in the Pop Tart Bowl, so it, it, it's not an ideal situation for Kansas State. But again, I mean the the way the market's moving, I, I don't know. Took it on to a key number three. Um, I, I'd still, I mean, if I if I had zero bets in pocket right now, I, I would bet North Carolina State plus three. What do you think about the money line plus one twenty five? I love it. I, I I thought I thought all along they I think the wrong team is favored here. So, but again, you know I, I'm one dude and I'm I'm not betting you know twenty thousand aside on, on these games. So it, that, those are the guys who are deciding which way the line moves. And normally you respect those guys, but I, I think a lot of guys they think they know a lot more than they know during this bowl season, and and I think nobody really knows shit. Yeah, I, I, and they've been wrong a lot. So far, yep. so um, all right. So uh, next one up is Arizona and Oklahoma. Arizona's been a money maker all year, but again, I, I mean, I think we're in a, a different kind of spot here. Uh, what do you what do you think about this one? Yeah. So to me, this this was interesting because I bet this early. I bet Arizona minus two and a half, and I bet the over uh, at sixty two and a half. Unfortunately, since then. Jeff Levy decided to leave and yeah. that uh, that dropped the total three points. So at least in that in that scenario, I understand why I've got a bad number. You know, like it, the offensive coordinator is gone. So, so for Oklahoma. So, the, of course, the total should drop. Uh, Dylan Gabriel's gone, which I already knew when I made that bet that, that he was going to be gone. But without the OC, I understand it. 
Uh, but some money's come in on on Oklahoma today as well. I, I liked Arizona. Um, I, I was on Arizona. I mean, listen, you you and I talked about Arizona a lot in the later half of the season. They were a cash cow. I, I mean, it was you could not bet Arizona and lose money uh, right. for about a six week span. Uh, I, I think this team is really good. I think they're well coached, and I think that this is like a a program building game for Arizona. This is a chance for people to say, "Oh, they beat Oklahoma in a bowl game." I think recruits on, on the West Coast will look at that and, and be excited about it. Whereas for Oklahoma, this is a chance to have a couple more practices before they start playing SEC teams. Right. So I, I to me, I, I think Arizona takes this game more seriously. Um, but, you know, again, it, this is uh, – there's, there's moving parts uh, as usual. And someone in the chat says tease State and Arizona. Don't tease college – particularly don't tease bowl games. Like you, you want to tease games that have the least variance possible and bowl games are like the most variance games because all it takes is one team, like a, a team doesn't want to play a little bit and they lose by 30. So I, I highly recommend against teasing any bowl games. I agree with you hundred percent on that because uh, you're, there's, there's such a variance in these things that and we talked about it at the beginning of the show uh, and, and, you never know which team's going to come out and actually be motivated. And you see a lot of teams go out and get up, get to a big lead, and then it's just over. Yeah. The other the other guys are already thinking about the beach. So well, I mean, what did it? I mean, look at the A and M game yesterday. One play in, their quarterbacks. I don't know if his arm's broken or what the hell it was, but his arm was in a air cast, and like they were already down seven nothing after the the first play from scrimmage for Oklahoma State. The, like, did A and M want to be there anymore? I don't think so. No. All right, uh, Clemson and Kentucky. I'm seeing Kentucky plus four right now. Yeah, I I, I lean to Kentucky here. Um, yeah, this is a this is a tough game though. I, I assume this like Kentucky's more excited about this matchup. Uh, Clemson had high hopes coming into the season, and you know they 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 didn't reach them. Um, so I to me, if from a motivation standpoint, this is Kentucky, but. Clemson's got better players, and yeah. sometimes that's what it boils down to: is who's, who's got better players. The opt-outs, there's there's NFL opt-outs for both teams. Um, the the thing that probably will keep me off of this is Clemson. Despite all the opt-outs, they probably have guys who are going to play in the NFL eventually who have been sitting on the bench and yeah. are are now like Kentucky. If they've got NFL guys, they've been on the field. Places like Clemson, they've got NFL guys who haven't seen the field yet. Oregon State and your favorite team on the planet, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. This is the opt-out bowl. Uh, the, <laughs> nobody wants to play in this game. I honestly, the, the total in this game seems outrageous to me. I don't know where points come from. These are, I mean, this this is going to be the rock fight of rock fights. No quarterbacks. Uh, like this is just going to be a grind. And we saw like Oregon state wants to run the ball all the time. Anyway, Notre Dame's difficult to run against, but Oregon state's not going to stop trying. And without Sam Hartman, I mean, Notre Dame could barely move the ball with Sam Hartman. Yeah. Now you're asking him to move him without him. So if you can get 41 or 41 and a half, whatever, I I, I think that's a, that's a lot of points in a game that I, I think is just a grind. Uh, Iowa state is a, uh, ten and a half point favorite over Memphis. I kind of lean Memphis here. I think this is a, a team that's. Uh, I, don't, I just I don't see Iowa State beating anybody by ten and a half for one thing. And Memphis can put up points, and I, I think they can keep it closer than ten and a half. Yeah, my my beef with Memphis is, well, first of all, the the good thing if you like Memphis is this is in in their hometown like this is yeah. the liberty bowl so this is a, a basically a home game although iowa state they travel well they'll have their allotment and and you know that that's a that's a big deal but man when you look through memphis's schedule and you say well who are what how they do against good teams what are their big wins right and they never win those games like they they beat up on charlotte and south florida and uab and 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 boise before boise figured things out they beat navy but when they went against tulane didn't show up when they, i guess in hindsight the loss to mizzou was a, a good loss yeah um you know and, and then they lost to smu lost to uh i think yeah i guess that's it but um 
I, I just don't know now against another power five school while, while they've got opt outs. I'm not sure if I want to back Memphis here, but I'm with you. I, I, Iowa State's not the kind of team that I'm like looking to lay double digits with. Uh, that, that's just not that's not how they're built. It's not really what they do. So th- this is probably a stay away for me. Um, I, I think we saw I, Iowa State was just a roller coaster at the end of the year. And, you know, beating winning at Kansas State was a great win. Uh, losing uh, against Kansas backup quarterback wasn't ideal. Uh, so they, they had some some good ones and some bad ones down the stretch. So I, I think I'm just I'm staying away from this one. I, I've seen I've seen enough inconsistency from Iowa State not to want to lay double digits. Yeah, I, I am going to play Memphis in this one at that price. Uh, Missouri and Ohio State. Uh, boy, this this is another one where you got you got to figure out the motivation. Uh, well, the motivation angle to me is clear. Missouri wants to be here. They want to play. Everybody's in for Missouri. Um, this is it's actually not even close. Like I, I think, uh, like Eli Drinkwitz said, that everybody's going to play except for. Uh, Rake Straw, their, their cornerback who got injured. Yeah. And uh, they've got a linebacker. I can't remember his name, but he got injured. But everybody who's available to play is playing. That's huge. For Ohio State, you know Kyle McCord's gone. Um, I can't imagine. Mar- like Marvin Harrison's opted out. Michael Hall's opted out. Mayan Williams opted out, although he he hasn't played in a while. I, I saw that, that Travion Williams is going to play. I mean, okay, maybe that brings some of the other guys around, but like, is Emeka Abuka going to play? Like, these are guys who are potential first round draft picks. And if they're going to play, maybe they play for a little while. Um, does Kate Stover play? They, you know, does, does Josh Proctor play? Like, they've got a lot of guys on defense that I, I, I'm not sure if they're going to play or not. What I know is Mizzou wants this bad. This is the Super Bowl for Missouri. And remember, Missouri. Missouri gave Georgia everything they could handle. Yeah. I, I was wrong about this Missouri team at the beginning of the season. Uh, they are legit. They've been hammering the transfer portal. They are going to be very good next year. Uh, I, I, like, So here's a – if you don't want to bet on this game now, bet on Mizzou. Whatever their season win total is next year, bet it over. They got the easiest schedule in the SEC. Uh, this is going to be a, 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 a – they'll, they'll be a playoff team next year in my opinion. So – uh, I, I like the way Mizzou's trending. Ohio State, I, I don't. So now I can – and, again, this line's moved against my thought. You know, it was a, a pick a while ago, and now you can get four and a half, five points with Mizzou. I'll take it. I'll take points with Mizzou. I, I think this team wants to be there. I think this is absolutely their home run spot. And Ohio State can talk all they want about, yeah, we, we're excited to be here. They're not excited to be here. I, I, I don't believe it. I don't <laughs> believe they want to be playing on the Cotton Bowl on December 29th. Yeah, and uh, Missouri has a fat kicker too, which is always fun. It's true. That's a bonus. Uh, uh, Ole Miss and Penn State. I I gotta think Lane Kiffin is gotta gonna have something for Penn State here. I like the over in this game, and kind of like what you said about what Lane Kiffin's got. Lane Kiffin is like the wildest wild card to begin with, and then you put him in a bowl setting. Yeah, like I, I imagine what's over under on fourth down attempts. For Lane Kiffin, like three and a half, like I, I don't know, yeah. but so when you have games like that, I think it ups the variance of what can happen to the side or the total, or, or to the side. But I think the total is going to go up. Uh, I, I think you're, you're you're looking at a total that that they're going to go over because if you get the fourth down, you keep the drive moving, you score points. If you don't get the fourth down, it's a short field, and we've seen Drew Aller who. The big knock on Drew Aller when when they lost to Ohio State and Michigan was he can't go down the field. Ever since then, he's been willing to go down the field. Now in a game where they've got really nothing to lose, I'm guessing he's going to go downfield, and you can beat Ole Miss downfield. So I think there's a lot of points scored in this game. I, I think the, uh, the the sort of the questions about how wild Lane Kiffin's going to be uh, makes this a, a an over game. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. And, and uh, uh, okay, so we move on to Auburn and Maryland. I, I don't have a ton of interest in this game. I, I, just, I, I don't I, either. I, I, so I, I tell you, Tangavaloa being out is a big deal. He's a good player, but I don't want to lay. I don't want to lay a touchdown with with Auburn. I, I just I've got no interest in that. I, I think that you know this this isn't a very good offense. Um, 
I, I think they're missing three three starting guys on on defense who they're they're not expecting to play because of opt outs like NFL opt outs. Um, I, I just I don't trust this team. Um, I Maryland is their offense was so good this year, but that's how much of that was was Tonga Bailoa. So, right. um, and, and I don't know very much about the backup quarterback. Like they they've said that it's a uh, this guy Billy Edwards who had like forty snaps this year. But then they have some freshmen that they want to work in. I, I don't know enough to to know anything, so I'm staying totally away from this game. Uh, yeah, and the other thing about Auburn is they were high variance all year. I mean, they played yep. great games against Georgia and Alabama, and then there were games where they were just terrible. So, uh, uh, and we already talked about Georgia. It, so, State, so when you say when you say they played games that were just terrible. Like, are you talking about losing to New Mexico State? Because yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, pretty. That would be one. That would be one. <laughs> at home by three yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty terrible. Yeah, it's, it's a huge favorite. Yeah, that that's that's probably Crazy. what I was thinking of. Uh, but uh, we talked about Georgia and Florida State already. Uh, I think uh, uh, so. Then we've got before we get into the last of the 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 really big games, we have Toledo and Wyoming. Um, I, I like I like Wyoming. Anything under a field goal. Uh, Like and really, this it boils down to this. Um, Craig Bowl announced that he's going to retire after the game, and usually, when you've got a retiring head coach, players want to play for it. Uh, There's 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 one guy uh, like a a cornerback who who uh, transferred went to Vanderbilt, and um, I I think they're they've got an offensive lineman who who had surgery and he's not going to play. Everybody else is in. That tells me this team's motivated. Uh, Daquan Finn is in the transfer portal. So, I mean, he's been the reason why Toledo – like, Toledo, we talked about them. They were the only team in the MAC who had real consistency throughout the year at quarterback. Right. And that was enough to, to let them be a contender in the MAC. Now having Tucker Gleason get the start, I, I saw a little bit of him. He's not very good. Um, it, it's – I don't like this Wyoming team, but I do think from a motivation standpoint, it, it's not close – and I've got no idea why I should expect anything from Toledo's offense without Finn. I played the under as well, so uh, I, I like Wyoming and the under here. All right, we got Wisconsin and LSU, and uh, this is another interesting one. Yeah, um, Braylon Allen opts out. That's kind of the the start, and and I don't want to say the finish, but it's a it's a huge deal. I mean, he is uh, an absolute beast. And he, he's playing on Sundays. Um, and then their backups, the backup running backs are hurt. So I, I think they're going to be they're going to be pretty thin at running back and wide receiver. Um, you know, Jaden Daniels isn't going to play, obviously, for LSU. And the, the question for them is, I don't know if Malik Neighbors is going to play. I don't know if Brian Thomas is going to play. So if this LSU offense is a shell of what it was in the regular season, and their defense is the same, although one of their starting corners is out, which makes it even worse. Uh, I don't want to back LSU. It's it's hard to to get involved with a team that was all offense, no defense, and right. now they're missing their offense. I mean, every LSU fan in the world said Jaden Daniels should win the Heisman because this is a bad team without him, and now they don't have him. So should we expect a bad team? LSU fan will say no now that now that Jane Daniels has a Heisman, but I think probably you you should expect a pretty bad team here. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. All right, this is this is a one of my favorite games on the docket. Liberty getting sixteen and a half against Oregon. Get your thoughts first. Oh, um, a lot of Liberty transfers more than I would have expected. Um, mostly there's guys in the secondary who are pretty key guys, uh, and they've got some they've got some guys banged up as well. But I, I mean, obviously, I, I think the, the the real question is uh, who's going to play for Oregon. I've heard Bo Nix is going to play. I've heard Bucky Irving is going to play. I, I, if they play, uh, I, I don't know about Tez Johnson. He'd be big too. If if those guys play for Oregon, they're going to blow out this Liberty team. Liberty yep. has not Liberty has not seen a, a team with a pulse all season long. <laughs> and it, the, if if Bo Nix plays then that tells me Oregon cares. And if Oregon cares, they're going to kick the shit out of Liberty. This is, this is, yeah. this isn't like, every, I know Liberty had this, this great season. 
they're not ready for this. They 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 are not they're not nearly as good as their record says they are because they played one of the weakest schedules in the country. If Oregon shows up for this game, they're going to dog stomp this Liberty team. I think uh, Oregon's second string would dog stomp them. You and, might be right. And and this the thing about this, usually I'm the guy saying, oh, this is the small guy, you know, getting a bunch of points against the, the big team. It's like the thing about Oregon is, yeah, they thought they were going to be a playoff team. And they're, they're probably a little pissed because – yeah. They're, you know, they don't, you know, the Washington games, even if they split those, they're in the playoff. Yeah. As, as good as Bo Nix is, this is a system team. This is a well-coached team. And I, I think that, I mean, I hope Bo Nix plays. If he does, they're going to win by 30. It's not going to be close. They're, they just have better athletes and, and they're going to, they're going to stomp a hole in them, in my opinion. Well, and I mean. I, I mean, what you just said holds some weight. Like when you think about uh, Oregon's backups, like how many of these guys that play for Liberty would be on scholarship at Oregon, you know. I, yeah, I can't. Ima- I can't imagine a whole lot of them. All right, uh, moving on to Iowa and Tennessee. I'd be honest; I have no interest in any game I was involved in. Oh, I fell asleep just thinking about that game. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So this was one that I, I I got in early on. I got I got the under on this game, and since I since I played the under, uh, Joe Milton opted out. Uh, running back, they're starting running back Jalen Jalen Wright opted out. Obviously, they've been without Brew McCoy for a good chunk of the season. Um, you know, they're they're gonna they're gonna be without some offensive line guys. Under was the play even before that. I, I mean, this is this is gonna be the grindiest of grinds. Tennessee's yeah. offense, I, I said all season long, was overrated. Uh, people looked at last season and said, oh, it's just it's the system, but. The, the difference between Hendon Hooker and Joe Milton was just night and day. They're not the same kind of player and couldn't run the offense the same kind of way. And now, you know, they're going to be starting a, a freshman quarterback. Uh, that I, I'll be honest, I, I don't know much about. Maybe he's good. Maybe he's not. I, I'm not really sure. But against this Iowa defense who – listen, Iowa wouldn't be playing on January 1st if they didn't have a fantastic defense because the rest of their team yeah. is dog shit. Yeah, uh, I mean, their, their defense – uh, has been fantastic because that that offense we, we've talked about it all year. It's the worst offense in the country. Yeah, like and that's not hyperbole. It's like statistically the worst offense in the country. But so I, I don't worry about them scoring. But I, I think Tennessee has a hard time doing it as well. Yeah, I'm seeing 35 and a half right now is the number. It's I mean it's it's hard to play those kind of numbers. But I, I, again, I, I want nothing to do with with anything uh, that says over yeah. next to an Iowa game. Like you you've seen some numbers that were like made you feel like you're a sucker if you don't play the over on these Iowa games and you've lost because that's just what they do. They they go under, they go under, they go under. Uh yeah, I played the game at 36 and a half. So yeah. the, apparently the starting quarterback and the starting running back for Tennessee are worth a point and a half uh <laughs> to the total. <laughs> oh boy. Uh all right, uh, Alabama Michigan, we get into the big dogs here. Uh your thoughts on that one? I, I think Alabama's the better team. Um, I, I think we saw some flaws in this Michigan team all season long, and they were able to to win when it when it mattered. And a lot of it was they were dealing with um, they, they were dealing with some coaching issues, ins and outs. And and to to their credit, they got good coaching when Harbaugh was out. Uh, but this is an Alabama team that's peaking at the right time. Everybody who wanted to make an argument against Texas said if Texas played Alabama now, they'd have no chance. Alabama's they're too good right now. And, I mean, Alabama, they might be. But Alabama went out and took care of business against Georgia, who I think is a better version of Michigan. Uh, so I, I think Alabama at any dog number is a good deal. Uh, I agree 100%. And, you know, all those people saying, hey, if uh, Alabama played Texas now, it'd be different. Well, we might get to find out because I think Texas is going to beat Washington. I think Washington could cover. Uh, so this is probably a no play game for me, but I do like the Longhorns to uh, to advance. I do too. Um, I I played the over in this game. That was the the first the first thing that jumped out to me was the over. So uh, I think there's a lot of points scored in this game. I, I think that the thing about Texas is defensively, you you cannot run the ball against them. They are absolutely elite. They're probably the best run defense in the country. Um, but that doesn't really matter to Washington. They're going to chuck it around and they're going to have some success. Uh, and I think Texas is going to be able to chuck it around and have some success. I will say 
Xavier Worthy, who after the Big 12 title game was walking around on crutches, that's worrisome. I mean, he's a, a big piece of what they do. Uh, not that they don't have depth, but Sarkeesian said that, that he believes he's going to play. So I, I, you know, again, he might be a total liar. It's, it's entirely <laughs> possible. Um, and I, one thing I thought was interesting was Malik Murphy transferring, which you don't see very often. You don't see even backup quarterbacks transfer when your team's got a chance to win a national championship. Uh, I, I guess like the portal window was only so much. He saw the writing on the wall. He wasn't even, he wasn't even going to be the number two next year. So, and he ends up at Duke. But, uh, but that means that Arch Manning, if there is some sort of injury or whatever, Arch Manning has to be the backup, less experienced. Um, but if, if, at that point, you're splitting hairs. Uh, I, I, I think there's a lot of points in this game. I think Texas does enough does enough to get there. Again, now four, four and a half. Uh, it, I, think that, I think the number's right on the side. So I, I do think Texas wins. I think they win by a field goal or, or four points. And, and, um, and you know, they, I, I think we get that Texas-Alabama rematch. All right, before we get to the NFL, i got to tell you about Piper's Plumbing, 832-632-2583. And you want to talk about a great business run by great people. Uh, they are fantastic. They're based down in the League City area, but give them a call because uh, they can take care of everything for you. Uh, water line repair, water heater replacement, any kind of plumbing. And you're going to need it at some point, guys. I hate to tell you. At some point, you need a plumber. And think about how many times you've gotten a plumber and you're like, wow, this guy's not very good. Well, that's not what you're going to get with Piper's Plumbing. You're going to get the best. Uh, well, you got a drain clog or blockage, uh, faucets, all of it. They take care of it for you. Uh, they, they practice safely. They're reliable. And they use quality products. 832-632-2583 for Piper's Plumbing. All right, uh, on to the end. Sorry, go ahead. Let me give you uh, one one quick bowl note now that it looks like uh, Miami has has done the deed and they are not going to win this bowl game. Miami is maybe – they're one of the worst – on one of the worst bowl runs ever. They are now 1-11 and 11 straight up in bowl games since 2006. They are two and ten ATS in bowl games since two thousand six. If you're betting Miami in bowl games, I'm sorry, you're home. Fail. Uh, <laughs> this is a. I mean, what a disaster and what a no show today. We we talked about this on uh, SOV. Like, do you think this? Do you think this team from Florida with no quarterback, no skill guys, wanted to wanted to go up to New York and play in the cold and the rain? I don't think so. And and it looks like absolutely they didn't they didn't want to. And, and I'm, listen, I, I said this when I was doing the national show when they hired Cristobal there. I said, he's not a good hire. That team's never going to get anywhere under him because he had He's a great advantage. recruiter, but he's a dope. Well, he's a dope, but he, he had every advantage at Oregon and couldn't – I mean, he had good seasons, but those are teams that should have been elite. And now you're going to go to Miami and be elite? I don't think so. Yeah. A uh, couple of uh, folks to welcome in. Lamont's here. Always good to see Lamont. Hello and, there, Lamont. And he's saying hindsight OU beating Texas was probably a solid. If Texas were one, they would be facing Bama in the first game. That's probably true. Um, welcome in Potch Gaming as well. And we move on to the NFL. I wanted to get to, uh, uh, first off, uh, the Texans last week, not really showing much. But they're, it, that game, in hindsight, doesn't really matter. If they win the last two, they're, they're making the playoffs. I just I think it's going to be a little difficult here. Yeah, I'm curious how you feel about this. RJ and I were were on different sides of this coin last night when we did the Dream Pod. Like to me, the idea that CJ Stroud missed a second game is almost like a good sign to me. Like that means he's going to be he's had another week to recover. I RJ said, well, if it's a two week concussion, that means it was like a super severe concussion. I guess you can look at it both ways, but I think getting Stroud back gives them obviously a boost on the field because their, their backups are not good, but I, I think it gives them a boost emotionally. I, I think he is the heartbeat of this team. And, and I think if, if he comes back, this is against a Tennessee Titans team. I, I know Vrabel's teams aren't going to quit, but they don't have anything to play for. All their best players are either traded away or on IR on defense. I, I, I feel like the Texans, what we saw last week was the Browns defense overwhelmed the, their backup quarterbacks. Yeah, and the Browns are going to do that to a lot of teams. Like the Browns, whatever you think about their quarterback situation, the Browns are very, very good. Um, but I, I think this is a good spot to buy back in on the Texans. I agree. I agree. And uh, 
I think that uh, CJ coming back, I think they, I think they saw this, and I think they're smart enough to have seen it this way, that the Browns game would have been nice to win, but if they're really going to make the playoffs, they've, they've got to beat the Colts. you got to win the division. Well, they don't need to necessarily win the division. I, I think because they have all the tiebreakers, they win the last two, they're in the wild card. Yeah. Because all the other teams they're competing with, uh, they've beaten. The Bengals, the yeah. Steelers, all those teams. So, because uh, I, I think I, the Browns are, Browns are in, and then uh, you know the Bills I, are in. Bills are in. Those two are in. But there's one spot left, and they have the tiebreaker over everybody in that in that scenario. I think uh, it, uh, this is a good over game too, because I think we've started to see some cracks in the Texans' defense. Um, you know, it, it was they 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 run a good scheme. Obviously, they're well coached, but they just don't have very good players on that side of the ball yet. Uh, not at least not enough really good players on that side of the ball. And I think Levis over Tannehill, like assuming Levis plays, I like the over in this game on a fast track, getting CJ Stroud back. I think there's a lot of points. Yeah. I, I think Will Anderson's kind of the key for the Texans because they have missed him big time. No so, doubt. Uh, so because that, you know, the pass rush it, it's there, but you know, he ties up so many guys on that line that if he makes Grenard look so good. Like, so, but if you take away one of those guys, what's the other going to be? I mean, it's how we used to see this happen with Clowney. When there was someone on the other side of Clowney, it was great. If it, if JJ Watt was hurt and it was just Jadavion over there, eh, you could, you could stop that guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we saw it a little bit, uh, uh, well, it, I, I think that he, he's just such a key to collapsing the line. And I know a lot of people keep telling me, oh, he's not that good. He's not that good. It's like, you really have to. I think he's pretty good. You just have to watch him play. Watch the replay yeah. and just watch him play. All right, uh, Jets at the Browns. Jets getting seven and a half. Uh, boy, what a cute story early on for the Jets. But, you know, now, I don't know. And yeah, I think the Jets defense, it, it, like the Jets defense was so good early in the season. And I, I said this on, on our pod last week, Fred. I, I said it's concerning that the Jets gave up 30 points to the Dolphins when the Dolphins were missing half their offensive line, they were missing Tyreek Hill, and they still had their way with that yeah. Jets defense. I said, man, that, that tells me the Jets defense is tired. And then they they went out and let Washington torch them. Yeah. Washington's offense, which is like has been a – in the early, in the beginning of the season, they were solid. The last six weeks, they've been like a 13, 14-point-per-game team. They put up 28 on this Jets defense. The Browns are chucking the ball around, man. Joe Flacco's – the turnovers are going to be there, but he's not scared. Uh, I mean, going over 300 yards three games in a row, like that's that's surprising. Uh, I, I think that they they chuck the ball around some. I think the Jets' defense is tired. Uh, I, I think that this is a, a Browns game on the wrong side of seven. Eh, I, I'm less yeah. interested. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's the only side I'd look at. I, I think the Jets are done. Uh, I agree 100. percent And like you said, with Flacco, uh, yeah, he threw some picks, but the the guy was amazing last week. Uh, Lions getting five and a half at Dallas. I don't believe in the Lions. I, I like, and I, I certainly don't believe in them to the extent that the market does. Just when I thought they were kind of getting fairly priced after the Bears loss, they reeled off two more wins, including a game that if Nick Mullins doesn't throw four picks last week, they lose outright. And I think Dallas coming off back-to-back losses where they greatly underperformed on offense, on the road, I think this is a bounce-back spot for Dallas. All they've done is put up big numbers. Um, They've hit 30 in every game this season at home. Meanwhile, the Lions D on the road, yuck. Um, Nick Mullins, 24 points and over 400 yards. The Bears and the Saints put up 28. Those are bad offenses. The Chargers put up 38. The Ravens put up 38. Dallas's team total sitting at 29 and a half. One of my favorite bets this week, Dallas team total over 29 and a half. I think they're over, they're undervalued coming off losses to two high-end AFC teams, which is something we talked about last week. The the yeah. AFC is just better. The top of the AFC is just better than the top of the NFC. Last week proved it. Uh, but Dallas back at home against an NFC team, I I think they they put up some big numbers against this Detroit team. Yeah, I I, I like that. But you know, I kind of put these teams in the uh yeah, sort of in the same boat. They're like really good, but they are not going to beat good teams. And then we kind of saw that last week when they played Miami. It was the AFC yeah. like that versus them. I think the Lions are in the same boat. I just think the Cowboys are better. 
Uh, before we get on, well, especially next, at home, they're better. Uh, before we get on these next ones, uh, our, our office football pool, you're uh, you're dominating this thing for the season. Let's go. Yeah, I, I think you're going to win. I, I, I actually won. Uh, I actually won a, a pool one, uh, last week. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I was the one. I was the one that had one game to go, and I lost it. So it oh, was going to be well, me well, and you thank, splitting the pot. So. Yeah, well, well, thank you for that because I, you know, that extra hundred bucks helped. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> but yeah, you're gonna you're gonna win the the whole thing. I think I don't. I, I mean, unless you just fall apart, which I don't see happening the way you're growing on, uh, um, on the NFL right now. Um, okay, so next up on the list we have Atlanta and the Bears. Could you imagine the Bears being three point favorites over anybody earlier in the game? Well, I can't imagine it today. Yeah, like everybody thinks these Bears are some kind of new kind new team. Like they're playing hard, but they haven't beat anybody worth a shit. And now you're asking them to lay a field goal. I, I don't. I'm not thrilled about Atlanta outdoors. But I think a lot of their road woes were Desmond Ritter related, and he's not playing. Um, the, the Bears are banged up right now. You, you, like Cole Komet, banged up. Darnell Mooney, banged up. Starting center, Lucas Patrick, banged up. I don't think yep. any of those guys are going to play. DJ Moore missed almost the entire game last week with an ankle injury. I don't know if he's going to play. And you can't really run on Atlanta. Like that's uh, Whatever you want to say about Atlanta, their run defense has been legit all year. So if you're asking you're, – you're saying, okay – he, you gotta, you're gonna beat me with your, with your arm, Justin Fields. I'll take my chances getting the field goal. Uh, again, I hate this Atlanta team as much as anybody. Yeah, but, but Chicago minus three doesn't make sense. They, they have been a, like they've not been a good favorite anyway. I, I don't want this team as a favorite. Yeah, I'm. Uh, Atlanta's in my box. I hate. I mean, they are for I've sure. Thrown, I've thrown them in there a long time ago. All right, Patriots getting twelve and a half at the Bills. Um, I. I just can't see this Patriots team getting anywhere near them, but that's an awful lot of points, uh, even for Buffalo at home. So the Bills are six and two straight up, five and three ATS against the Patriots post Brady. The average cover margin ATS has been plus four and a half points per game on on the line. Their average straight up margin has been fourteen points per game. That's counting in the losses. So they've they've lost. They've lost twice, and they've blown them out by enough in the games that they didn't lose that they're still 14 points per game better since Brady's left. Um, I think the Bills had their flat spot last week against the Chargers. It, was, it wasn't a surprise. Like They came off that gauntlet of, uh, of Dallas and Kansas City and Philly. We knew they'd be in a flat spot, and they were. I, I don't think this is a flat spot anymore. I, I think this is a Josh Allen game because New England is solid against the run. It's going to be hard to run on them. Uh, so I think Josh Allen chucks it around here. And I, remember last year after the DeMar Hamlin game, they, they, they this was the, the week 18 game that, right. I mean, a lot of Bills players said they didn't even want to play in. And they still smashed the, these Patriots at home. Um, and th- this is a lesser version of the Patriots right now. Uh, Micah Hyde back at practice, that's big. At, but even bigger, Daquan Jones, who's been out for feels like seven to eight weeks yeah uh he's back to being a full participant and for the patriots jabril peppers who's top three safety in the league still out with a hamstring uh i don't expect him to play i i, I just think this is a, a already a beat up uh patriots secondary now you're going to take away the the best player in it i think josh allen just torches these guys and the patriots they're just not built to play from behind so they get down 10 early what are they going to do? Are they going to throw the ball around with Bailey Zappi? I, I don't think so. Yeah, um, and Lamont, that uh, ATS means against the spread. So there you go. Um, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just, uh, I mean, sometimes we we forget. I mean, <laughs> so uh, Miami and Baltimore, and Baltimore only a three point favorite. And I know Miami's coming off the win over Dallas. I, I, the only thing that worries me here is there may be a bounce factor for the Ravens. Uh, after beating the crap out of San Francisco. But, you know, ordinarily, I'd just be all over Raven here. If you can get a three, I I like the Ravens too. Um, Both these teams coming off big wins against NFC teams, but we're asking Miami to go on the road. And, you know, they've they've played two good playoff teams, two teams with a winning record on the road, and they got blown out in both of them. Got blown out at Buffalo, blown out at Philly. Uh, and now Waddle has a high ankle sprain. I can't imagine he's going to play. Like, they haven't ruled him out. Receivers don't play with high ankle sprains. It just doesn't happen. And if if the Dolphins have any interest in, like, 
you know, winning a game in the playoffs. They need him. Uh, I, I just think it, this game is going to be played in the 40s. Like, it's going to be chilly. I don't like this Dolphins team on the road. I, I, I don't like this offense when it's not in the when, when it's not in ideal elements. Um, I, I, I've seen a lot of pushback. It seems like a lot of pros are on Miami here. I, I'm not. I, I think the Ravens are significantly better. And, you know, like I, I would say the Ravens are probably two, two and a half points better on a neutral. So if, if you can get three at home in Baltimore, uh, I'll take the Ravens. Uh, Ra Raiders and Colts. Uh, the Raiders have been a better team since firing their their coaching staff. We knew Josh McDaniel sucked. I don't know that we knew that he sucked that much. But yeah. uh, these Colts are sneaky good. My problem is the number. It's three and a half. Uh, yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like it, it should be Colts three. And, it, you know, I'd be tempted to take the Raiders at that. But I, I don't I don't. It's just not enough. I'm with you, and but I don't. I'm not going to buy the Raiders at three and a half either. Like right. they are at the they're at the peak of the market. Like they beat the shit out of the Chargers, and then they beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. But remember how they beat the Chiefs? Two defensive touchdowns. I don't. I don't know. I tried to look this up. I can't find a way to to find out for sure. The idea that the Raiders didn't complete a pass <laughs> after the first quarter and still won the game outright. Like that has to be, I don't know when the last time that could have happened was. So I, listen, the, the Colts, uh, they, they came down to earth last week. I think the Falcons made them one dimensional, took away the run. And I don't think the Raiders defense can do that. Um, I, I think the Raiders right now, the, the belief in them is phony. I, I think Indy's a, a clearly better team. But you're right. The number's enough to keep me off of it. Three and a half. No thanks. But uh, you cannot buy the Raiders coming off the last two wins. Like no, you just can't. No. And and if you take out that Chargers game where they were clearly playing a team that had quit and wanted yeah. their coach fired, if you look at the other three Aiden O'Connell games, I, I mean he's he's worse than I mean he's he's worse than Zach Wilson. Uh, he can't throw the ball at all. So. I, I just can't I can't back this Raiders team right now. I, I think that they're they they look way better than they are. Their, their offense was pathetic again last week. All right, uh, Titans Texans. We've already talked about uh, Panthers plus plus six at Jaguar. I'd I'd love to fade the Jags here. Uh, obviously, there's question marks about Trevor Lawrence's availability, but he seems to always find a way to get out there. Um, the problem is the Panthers have just been so much worse on the road than they've been at home. You know, I, I, the Jags have felt like one of the worst teams in the league for the last month. Um, and Bryce Young's coming off the best game of his career, which worries me that I'm, I'm buying high on Carolina and, and, you know, selling low on Jacksonville, which is the opposite of what I want to do. Um, but with Bryce Young being competent for two weeks in a row, I'm not really looking to, to fade Carolina. Their defense is okay. Um, if they can get a decent game out of Bryce Young, they can cover yeah. this number. But I, I, I think there's too many questions. I, I certainly also don't want to play Jacksonville, and then they announce Trevor Lawrence is out, and C.J. Beathard is dog shit. So I, I just I, I can't I can't find an, an angle on this game. Uh, Arizona plus ten and a half against the Eagles, who. Uh... A month ago, we were talking about as maybe the best team in football. Not think, me. Uh, I mean, I, I know you, were <laughs> you were against them pretty much all year. Thought they were a little bit phony, but now they're starting to prove themselves to be a little bit phony. Yeah. So the Eagles have won two games by double digits all season long, and that was in Week Three and Week Seven. When they've been favored by more than a touchdown this season, they are zero and two ATS. They have not covered either of those games. Eagles had no – they had no answer for Tyrod Taylor in the second yeah. half of the Giants game last week. And the Cardinals stink on defense, don't get me wrong, but I think they're going to be able to put up some points here. And the Eagles defense, zero sacks last week, playing against the most sacked team in the NFL. The Cardinals have done a lot better job avoiding negative plays since Kyler came back. Arizona's got an extra day of rest. Catching double digits, I'll, I'll take Arizona. Uh, you know, Arizona's a team – home field doesn't matter much to Arizona. Their home field is negligible because they're not very good at home, which means, like, you don't give them a big edge and you don't give them a big knock when they're away from home. Um, so I, I like Arizona here catching double digits. I, I just think Philly is, like, the 10th or 12th best team in the league. 
And the yeah. 10th or 12th best team in the league shouldn't lay double digits to anybody. Rams minus five and a half at the Giants. I think we've both been impressed with this Rams team down the stretch, but you know, five I, and a half in New York. I mean, Giants are not great, but yeah. So I, I've uh, I've been you know on on the bandwagon for the Rams and the Browns, and honestly, the two teams that have probably made me the most money this year were the Rams and the Browns because nobody wanted to be on them early, uh, and I've been riding them, and it, it's worked out. I, I don't know when the when the market catches up to the Rams and bucks me, but I don't think it's here. Um, and I agree. I'm not, I don't know that I'm going to lay the five and a half on the road, but I am going to play the Rams team total. Team over. total. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the giants are bad on defense everywhere, but particularly against the run. And the thing with the, with the Rams now is the first thing you do, can their opponent stop the run? Cause Kyron Williams is an absolute stud. Like he yeah. is, He's not getting any love because there, you know, there's guys like Christian McCaffrey out there, but Kyron Williams is one of the the most like one of the big breakout stars of this season, in my opinion. And since so since they traded Cam Akers, made him the feature back, he's averaging 106 yards per game. Matt Stafford, fourth in QBR. This is an elite offense. They've got three wide receivers who can beat you. The, the Giants in the secondary are, are wasted. And everybody's talking about the Rams being in a bad spot because they've got the Niners on deck. But it's not like the Rams are playing for the division. The, no. You know, the Niners actually might be sitting guys next week. I don't think this is a bad spot for the Rams. I think the Rams, if they, they get to nine wins here, it's going to be tough for them not to make the playoffs. I think they're focused. I, I think we see a good performance from this offense against a banged-up and really just bad Giants defense. I think the Rams put up a big number here. Yeah, I've been riding the Rams with you all year. I love that play. Uh, uh, San Francisco and Washington, 49ers, 13-point favorites coming off the ass-whipping to the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, God, the 49ers. There's, I think like people think, oh, wow, they got exposed. I don't think so. I still think this is the best team in the league. Um, and I, I'd still make them a point better on a neutral than the Ravens. Now that could change. I, I, the Ravens dominated that game, but I, I can only adjust so much based on one data point. But the Niners' defense isn't as strong as I thought it was a month ago. But I don't think the Commanders can do much to to take advantage of it. You know, they they've been just handled by the better teams in the league. Uh, since they traded away those two pass rushers, they're one five and one ATS as dogs of more than a field goal. And you have to imagine the Niners just have a bad taste in their mouth. They want to get right. Oh, yeah. Um, they are on short rest, which may keep me off this. I might look at a Niners team total over. Um, but I, I Washington's dead. Like, that, yeah. I mean, remember four or five weeks ago, Sam Howell was he was the he was the guy. Like they had found a quarterback, and Sam Howell was going to be the guy. Now he's benched and he's never going to be the guy because you don't, right. if he's ever going to be the guy, you, you let him play it out and you don't play Jacoby Brissett. I, I, I think this, this Washington team has rolled over. They know their coach is fired in two weeks. Uh, San Francisco or pass, but I'll probably just back the Niners offense here. I'm glad to see our old guy brisket back. Uh, yeah. Saints plus two and a half at Tampa. This is tough. Um, I, I, I like the Saints more at three. Because I, I thought the Bucks being a three-point favorite over basically anyone was crazy, but I, I think these teams—I've got these teams power rated exactly the same. So to me, if if you give—I I don't think you can give two and a half points to Tampa for home field in division. So I think there's some value on the Saints. My problem is I just—I've got no appetite to bet the Saints. Yeah, uh, they're incredibly erratic. Their coach is a is a fucking moron. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I, I just—it's hard to trust them. But also Baker as a favorite. Ugh. 13 and 25 ATS in his career as a favorite. He does not cover as a favorite. Saints are eliminated with a loss. And if the Bucs lose, they can just they can beat the Panthers next week and they still win the division. So I feel like the Saints have a little bit of an edge, but I, I'm just not interested in backing them unless unless I could get a full three. Steelers, a team we were both on last week against the Seahawks, getting three and a half in Seattle. Uh, that, that hook scares me on this line uh, either way. Yeah, I'm going to play the under in this game. I think what we saw uh, what we saw last week from Mason Rudolph is what we've seen a lot of times this season. We've seen a backup come in, have a big game, 
and then look like he's always looked, which is just not very good. And Mason Rudolph is not very good. There's a reason he was the third string quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers who don't even have a good starting quarterback. Um, and the Seahawks, they, they've, they've been so lucky, man. They've yeah. won two straight games on touchdowns in the last minute of the game where they were outplayed in both those games. Um, they, they can't run the ball as well as they were early in the season before the Walker injury. And I, I just think the Steelers defense is legit. I, I think what, what I will say about Seattle is where they are strong defensively is on the outsides. And the success that Pittsburgh had last week was throwing the ball to the outsides where Cincinnati is very weak. I don't think Seattle, the way to beat them is throw over the middle. I don't think Mason Rudolph's allowed to throw over the middle. I, I really think they're like, Hey, you can be the quarterback. Your job is to not give the game away. Do not turn the ball over. And if he starts throwing the ball over the middle, that's when that's when you turn the ball over. So right. I don't think he's going to I don't think he's going to look to even take advantage of where they're weak. And Seattle, 25th in pass blocking. I, I think the Steelers pass rush is going to get after him. Uh, so I, I just think this has all the all the makings for an under. I think this is an ugly game. Um, Seattle's defense better than Cincinnati's. And it, so I, I just think I'm fading what we saw out of Rudolph last week. Bengals plus seven against the uh, Chiefs. Uh, the the Chiefs are uh, starting to become a bit of a, a concern here in that, I mean, sure. the, def the defense has been really good all year and the offense has been a little iffy. And now the defense is starting to get, get to be a little iffy. Well, the, the defense sucks against the run. Uh, which I, I guess is good news if you're playing Cincinnati because they just don't run. They are the, they've got the second lowest run rate in the league, and they, they Joe Mixon had 11 carries last week in a game where Jamar Chase didn't play. So if your best receivers bent or hurt, and you still don't run the ball, when are you going to run the ball? So Cincinnati is going to go into the strength of this defense. I, I just feel like man, it, at some point the Chiefs have to get right. I mean. I, and it's it's getting old saying, oh, Patrick Mahomes isn't going to let that happen. But I, I don't know. Um, I, I will say the Bengals got lit up by Mason Rudolph last week. And if Mason Rudolph lights you up, I, I can imagine Patrick Mahomes will have some success. I, I just don't like backing this Kansas City team to get margin. Um, but if I'm going to do it, it would be after a week of hearing people talk about the Raiders or the Broncos having a chance to win the division and the, the, the chiefs are no good. They, you know, they're, they're one and done in the playoffs. That's the time that I kind of want to back Kansas city. Yeah. So I, I could see this being a get right spot, but it, it's just, it's tough to play this either way. Honestly, chargers at the Broncos Broncos making a quarterback change. And uh, um, you know, if, the, if I, I don't know what the chargers are, are going to look like, because if I, if they come out with that, you know, Hey, new coach, new attitude thing, I, I could see them winning this game. But uh, I, I don't feel strongly enough about it to, to to play them. I think that new coach, new attitude thing was last week, and yeah. they still lost. You know, yeah. you could tell they fought. They fought hard, and they still were just not – they're not good enough, uh, particularly without Justin Herbert. I, I think there's an overreaction here in the market to, to Russell Wilson getting benched. He hadn't been all that good this season, and Stidham has a little bit of juice. Um, I could actually see the offense playing better this week against the, the dead Chargers D. So um, Broncos dominated the Chargers in L.A. a couple weeks ago, and that was with Justin Herbert starting. So they've still got something to play for. The Chargers are playing for nothing but a potential top five pick. Uh, I, I think the Broncos are the more motivated team. To me, a lot of this is what number you get. If you get a, a three, I, I like Denver uh, more than three. I, I'm sitting it out. But um, I, I do think that – the there there's been like the because this game was six and Russell Wilson down to Jared Stidham at this point I don't think warrants that much of a move so I I think that the Broncos there's there's showing some value on the Broncos I, I think Russell Wilson just kind of a side note it, he's in a really good spot now because his contract for next season is fully guaranteed which means <laughs> he can go play for the league minimum somewhere next year. I don't know what it is. Let's say it's $2 million and he's still going to make 47 million. It's just the, the 2 million comes from his new team. The 45 million comes from the Denver Broncos. So yeah. he can kind of pick and choose where he wants to go, try and find a place where he can win or a place where he can reestablish himself as a guy worth paying. Uh, I don't know if he is, but he's actually he actually makes out like a bandit in this case, in my opinion, because uh, he'll he'll get another contract like after yeah. after next year, he'll get another contract. But 
it, now he gets to find a better situation for him, still get paid top dollar, and try and get more money the next season. It, it ended up being a good deal for him. All right, last one on the uh, docket. Packers plus one at Minnesota. Essentially a pick them here. Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, Jaron Hall is going to start. Um, I, I don't know that he can be a downgrade from from Mullins. I mean, Mullins, six picks and two starts. It's, yeah. He's killed them, and he's the reason why they've lost. He, he's put up some good yards, but he, he just you got to take care of the ball a little bit. Uh, but, man, this Packers defense is so bad. Yeah, I, I I'm shocked at how bad they are. And now they suspended Jair Alexander for the coin toss thing. Um, I don't know how the locker room responds to that, but it, it, I, I just think that this is a this is a, an ugly game uh, for sure. I, I don't have a great feel one way or the other because uh, Jaron Hall is such a a, a mystery to me. Um, but I I don't I've got no appetite to back the Packers here. And I, I've heard some people say I'll play the Packers in a teaser. I think that's a terrible idea because their defense yeah. is bad enough that they, they could easily get blown out. Uh, so this is, it's going to be a, a pass for me. I, I know it's the night game and everybody wants to have a yeah. on it, but it's, it's a stay away from me. All right. Uh, before we uh, wrap things up, just a, a couple of TV updates. I know you're not much on TV right I, now because you're busy. I've so. watched uh, three episodes of Reacher from season one. So I, oh. I started it up. But okay, so you're on season one. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, season, season two is, is off to a great start. I have to tell you. Okay. Uh, the other thing that I, I've been watching, like the new season of Fargo uh, came out and it started off really good, but this last season wasn't quite the the space, spaceship thing, but it was pretty close, this last episode. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to give it one more uh, because I, I really do like the fact that John Hamm plays a, a perfect piece of shit. He's, he's really good at it. <laughs> and uh, Jennifer Jason, I could play that role. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah it'd be natural for you, though. Uh, but Jennifer Jason Lee is like an old billionaire bitch. And, uh, then, uh, Juno Temple plays, plays the woman and she gets more annoying with each episode. So, uh, I'm, I'm starting, I'm, I'm not quite ejecting, but I am saying I'm, I'm going to give it one more episode. Okay. But that's about all I've been on. I mean, you know, I, I watched a bunch of old movies during, you know, the Christmas day before I got into football. So nothing, well, nothing I'm sexy. I'm digging Reacher. Uh, so I'll, I'll let you know if, if I if I keep being into it. But yeah, so far so good. I, I'm into this show. I, I, I season one was great. So far season two better. I'll just tell you that. Okay, one. I like it. So, all right, man. Well, uh, have a great uh, have a great New Year's. Win some money this weekend, and uh, we'll we'll do this again next week, and we'll see where we are in terms of uh, uh, everybody winning. But kick ass on the NFL in our pool because uh, I, I I don't think you need much of a week to close that thing out. I'm 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 taking it down, baby. Taking it down for Team Blitz. <laughs> All right, man. Have a great one. All right, happy New Year, bud. You too. Okay, guys. Uh, thanks to all of you for showing up. I hope you guys. Uh, uh, hope you guys got some good information there. We always love going back and forth on football. And, and the one thing I, I will say is, I know people want some of the nonsense that that we used to do. It'll be there. It's just right now during football, you know, we're only doing one show a week and people want the picks. They want to, they want the analysis. And so that's what we're doing. And uh, it'll slow down a little bit with, with college football stops and that's about to happen. But uh, you know, like next week we won't have to go through all the bowl games again. So we'll have some, we'll ha add some fun stuff back and you know, mostly we'll just make fun of me because that's uh, that's what you should do. Uh, all right. So, Thanks again to everybody. Love you guys. Appreciate you tuning into the Falcon cast. And uh, we will be back on Tuesday at Midtown Bar and Grill. And uh, we'll have a host of guests. I haven't decided yet. Uh, just depends on who's not still hung over from the, the you know, New Year's Eve. So even on a day later. All right, guys. Till, till uh, Tuesday. Stay sportsy. Gulf Coast badasses. <laughs>